What's up, other truckers? You are now watching the Asian My Show live. Yo, what is going on, other truckers? I have not been on a live for so long, so we're just here. We're back to give you value. We have a great guest today, and we are going to learn, just like the title says, man, how to get direct customers. So I want everyone to welcome my guest, my guy, Eric. How are you doing today, sir? Good, good, brother. What's going on? Man, we're chilling. We're chilling, man. I'm glad. First person I want to give a plug to, my guy Snore Lord. I'll have his stuff down too in the descriptions and things like that. Uh, you know, him and I are great friends. And, you know, uh, Eric and Snore Lord are great friends. And next thing you know, now me and Eric are talking and we're, we're going to become friends, right? <laughs> this is true. This is true. Building a, uh, a lasting relationship, I think, with many things in the future too. Hey, you know, that's that's all we can do, you know. So what we'll do here today, man, is let's start off the beginning by uh, just talking a little bit about your YouTube channel and what you're trying to do so that when it hits on the replay, people see that first. Because I hate shouting out people four hours into the live and then it gets washed away, right? <laughs> so, right. you know, I, I love to show all my guests the, the utmost respect. And so uh, if you guys are jumping in the live, uh, the pin comment is going to show, and you're going to see that this is my guy's uh, YouTube page. But uh, go ahead, brother. Uh, introduce yourself and you know your YouTube yeah, channel, much. and we'll go from there. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I'm uh, a broker now, so don't hold it against me. Uh, don't you know? Don't cancel it right now yet. So I've, I've got better, more information. Um, but I've had a CDL. I have my CDL. I've had my own trucking company. I've driven over the road. I drove for Landstar, FedEx, Custom Critical. Um, I've owned my own carrier. Um, I'm a broker now who specializes in over-dimensional freight. And basically what I'm doing with my YouTube channel is teaching uh, carriers, new carriers that are coming in and stuff, how to get their own brokerage so they can get their own direct customers um, so they can invest in their company and move forward with it. Um, and how the brokerage helps and how they need to use that to be able to cover all of the other loads that they can't haul for themselves. So it. with that, it's, it's a lot of going over, um, you know, the logistics side of the trucking side. Cause a lot of truck drivers come up and they're like, yeah, you know, I want to drive the truck. I want to do this. I'm going to get my own carrier, get my own authority and do this. And then they don't know the logistics side of it. They know the driving portion of it. So that's what I basically do is videos explaining that down and breaking that down. Since I've been all over the industry, all over from owning my own trucks to having my CDL, I've seen all sides. Um, so I speak trucker and I can act, try to communicate with them and, and explain to them how to go from there. You know, that's great, brother. No, I appreciate you. So, you know, welcome to the show. And if all you mother, uh, mother truckers get a chance right now or on the replay, hey, if you like the information you're hearing, Consider subscribing to my man because we're going to have them on different segments. We're going to talk about how to get direct customers because I cannot say this enough to everybody that wants to be in the trucking game. The only way that you're actually going to make some real money in trucking is if you have your own customers, right? And so I have no disrespect to truck drivers that use load boards, freight brokers, uh, dispatchers. It doesn't matter what you use to get the load done. I get it. If you're feeding your family, that's amazing. But the optimum goal, and I think, Eric, you could agree, is when you have direct customers, you could get more piece of the pie and a better relationship, right? 
Right, absolutely. And that's where the thing – people have to understand it's like the stock market. People know day trading and they know investing is different, right? And they know that you can make a quick buck doing your day trading thing or you can lose a lot of money doing the day trading. But even in the stock market, everybody knows that investing is where it's at to, to make wealth. And it's the same thing in trucking. You want to invest by getting customers so you can get wealth, not just the quick buck of the of the broker board. Now, it – that broker board, and I, I explain this, it's, uh, that broker board is a function. So I, in my opinion, what the broker board is, is the minimum wage job opportunity board. Okay. Now hear me out. Drivers are <laughs> out right now, but I want you to understand here and just hear me out. When you come out, um, as, as you leave a company driver and you're leased with somebody and then you leave the lease, you say, hey, I'm going to get my own authority and I'm going to start running my own loads and I'm going to do this on my own. You have to look at the load board. The load board was originally designed for backhauls. You know that. You take your customer yep. loads out, you get back with, with the load board, right? Well, modern technology has allowed the, the Internet and the load boards to almost mainstream and become the customers, okay? And that's what the brokers want. They want, they want that. So what I normally tell guys to do is say, okay, if you're going to come out on the on the, the market, run the spot market and work for brokers. But there's a goal there. Your goal is to use that broker to teach you how to get direct customers. And I'll explain. When you come out, you have to learn how to communicate with direct customers. You have to learn how to negotiate. You have to learn all this and learn about the industry, you know, communicating. And you can practice that with the broker, right? So your goal with the broker, your first goal is to make the broker your direct customer. Okay. Well, how do I do that? Once you establish a good relationship with a certain broker and he's got good freight and you guys are kind of in, you know, in with each other and you like each other, you make it so that broker no longer posts his loads on the load board. He wants to call you first, right? He's because the best loads do not hit the load board. I do not post my best paying loads. I give them directly to my guys that I trust first, okay? Gotcha. So what what you're doing is you're learning how to interact because brokers are going to piss you. I'm sorry. Brokers are going to upset you. Customers are going to upset you. But if you don't learn how to give and take with a broker and learn how to negotiate and communicate and get your point across, if you can't do it with a broker, you can't do it with a customer because – you call C.H. Robinson and you don't like the broker you're dealing with, you hang up, call back, you get another person, right? Well, that don't work with customers. You call that customer <laughs> back, you're not getting another person. You're getting the same person. So the, the goal is to, to first come out and learn how to communicate with a broker like they're a customer. And then after that, once you can start getting brokers to give you direct freight and not put that on the load board, you're starting to be ready. You're starting to train yourself to be able to work with customers now. Because as you know, direct customers, it's a whole other world dealing with them. Yeah. You know, it's, yep. it's, it's not like dealing with a broker that it, it's, it's give and take with them and it, it's a lot of explaining it to them. You know, like I, a lot of times I have to explain the rules of trucking to customers so they understand why something 20 foot tall can't get a thousand miles in two days. Why not? Or like, like you, what, what do you mean you can't get there in two days? Well, it's 2000 miles. I can't drive two days. In two, you know, you have to explain the, the type of stuff. So what you're actually doing 
is you're looking to use the broker to teach you how to communicate with a customer. And, and then what I say is, if you're good at what you do, customers will come to you. I guarantee it. I guarantee if you're good at what you do, customers will come to you. If you're good at what you do, people come to you, right? That's right. how it works. So you now have to learn how to be good at what you do. And that, re in regards, becomes selling yourself to the broker, right? So when you're negotiating with a broker, don't sell your truck because there's hundreds of thousands of trucks out there. But there's only one you. So you need to sell right. you first. Once you learn how to sell you to a broker, selling you to a customer is easier. It really is. But a lot of times guys come out and they say, well, I, I need to get a customer for, you know, I need a customer. And I'm like, have you moved any loads on the broker board yet or negotiated with brokers or talk with brokers or learn the lanes, learn pricing, learn much? Well, no. Well, let's start there. But your mm. goal is to treat that as a minimum wage job, right? That load board's your minimum wage job. You want the big bucks. And the big bucks is not staying on the spot market. It's using that spot market to teach you how to get customers and be able to talk to customers. And that's when you start to get dedicated freight, guaranteed freight, real money, um, and all then your money. And then once you're able to do that, you need a brokerage. Now you're the broker because the customer is going to come to you and they're going to say, I don't, I don't just want, I need one truck. I need seven trucks every week. But you don't have seven trucks. So the only way for you to be able to get the seven trucks is to have the brokerage. And then you can broker those loads to seven of your friends or outside carriers. And then you're hauling one of the loads with them. Quick so, question for you, Eric. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So does a customer care if you don't have the physical trucks? Like, is it dishonest to not tell them you are a broker? Uh, how do customers feel about that okay. when they say, hey, I, I have a lane and I need eight trucks and you only physically have one? Do you need to bust yourself out and say, look, I only have one physical truck, but I could definitely get it done because I have a freight brokerage as well and I can do this, you know? What's, the, what's yeah. the best practice? Legally, you're required to tell a customer, if you are a broker, that you are a broker. You have to tell them that you don't own the trucks because you, you have to tell them that. So, and here's what I always suggest people do. Okay, you want to go out and get your authority. For you to get your authority, you got your trucking authority. Get your broker authority at the same time. All it is is a bond, and you fill out some paperwork with the FMCSA, just like, I won't get into that now, but just like you would your trucking authority, right? My bond is for, seven, it's a $75,000 bond. It costs me 1500 bucks a year. That's all it is, $1,500 a year. I don't have to have any software, nothing, right? You get that bond and let it collect dust if it has to until you're ready to use it. But it's there, it's sitting there, and it's, it's building time. You know what I'm saying? And when it's time to use it, you jump on it and use it. Now, if you uh, let it sit uh, with dust, yep. um, does that still benefit you because it shows some months or years with your freight brokerage? Correct. Or yes, it does because it, the FMC is not going to ask how many you know loads you've moved. They just customers just want to see how long the brokerage has been open. Well, it's been open I, for a year. 
Wow, you just Go gave ahead. a cheat code, I think, brother. I did. I did. Absolutely. And I got no problem giving cheat codes. Like I said, my when I first started all this was COVID and, and drivers were flipping out and saying, oh, we need more regulations on brokers. We need this. We need this. We need this. And I'm like, no, no, no. You need to be a broker. The last thing you want is more regulations because you want to be a broker. You want to get your brokerage. So you want minimum regulations on it mm. so you can be one also because that's the only way you can get customers because you're never going to have enough trucks. I do oversize and there's always a bigger load for drivers. Like, oh, I need a bigger trailer. I need a bigger. Tra-. There's always going to be a bigger load. There's always going to be a customer where you need more trucks. And the only way to do it is with the brokerage. Mm. And that's what is, it, it is so important to even have it and have it sit there. And because I've had, I think I've had, I'm going to say the last three months, I've had three people come to me and I've been, in telling them they need to get the brokerage, and they're like, "Oh, yeah, I will, I will." And already three, cu- they've got three cut. They got each have customers because they do good nice. jobs. And it's like, nice. "Oh my god, okay, now I need the brokerage quick. What do I do now? What do I do now?" I've been, I've been telling you to do this for two months now. Um, oh man, so uh, Eric, I hate to stop you, but all you mother truckers out there watching this now or watching this on the replay, if you have your own authority. You need to go and spend that $1,500 for the year, whatever the heck that breaks out to on a monthly fee, and go get the damn thing done and go get your freight brokerage and let it settle dust so it could gain experience. And then from there, you can fill and build a direct customers, and that's what you want. And you right. know what? On our next segment, we should actually go through it and actually help them fill it out. What do you think, Eric? Yeah, I got no problem. I mean, I've got... And that's what I did too. I mean, there's, you can go to a company like Bonding Solutions and they'll run your price. They'll run your cre- credit and get you your bond price. Right. The, the other thing you need, and it's if you don't have, and, and I'm not pumping this, it's, it's the fact that I, I but I do offer this. Um, I've been working with Triumph Business Capital. They're a factoring company, okay. right? I've been with them for 15 years. I'm their senior broker. I've been there the longest out of all their brokers. So when I first started doing this, because you don't want... If you're going to do this, you have to have a, a factoring company. I would not suggest running a freight broker without a factoring company. Can you and, explain why? Well, okay. Everybody knows the triangle between good, uh, cheap, and fast, right? You only get two of them, right? Well, there's the same thing in freight, and it's money, sales, and operations, okay? Mm. Money is... Handling all your incoming and outgoing money, um, paying your drivers, calling your customers, making sure you got paid, paying your carriers and all that. Sales is getting customers and operations is handling the operations, either driving the truck or, you know, dispatching the freight. Well, if you want to be really good at it, you can't split yourself three ways. You just, it's, it's next to impossible, right? So I chose to give my money situation to someone else. So rather than hire an accountant and a bookkeeper, I got a deal with Triumph for 1.99 flat rate, no recourse, no ACH fees for your trucking company and your brokerage. And I said, make that happen and I'll, I'll sell that. So for me, it was easier for me to let them handle my money so I could focus on sales and operations a hundred, you know, that 100% and just let somebody else handle the money. 
because when you're trying to, they do all my collection calls, they do, you know, they pay my carriers, they handle all that. I don't have to worry about that because getting to customers and operations is going to take up a hundred percent of your time between the two of those. Right. So trying to do that third, either you can pay an accountant and a bookkeeper or you can just have a factoring company. For me, I chose a factoring company because one, I get the money up front. They'll, they forward me the money and then they pay the carrier and then I wait for the customer to pay the factoring company, now, which is nice too because they're a bank. Okay. So, and let me, let me bring this up to people that are sure. getting into entrepreneurship, right? Because I run a couple of businesses myself. When mm -hmm. you have direct customers, there's one thing you mother truckers need to know, and you tell me if you agree or disagree. You know what I mean, Eric? Okay. Yeah, absolutely. But when you're working with a big mega brand or customer, sure. you think those mother guys are going to pay you on time? It's no. not net 30. It's not net 60. Sometimes they pull it out like net like uh, four I'm, months. I'm, I'm net 120 with GE. There you go. There you go. So – I'm just letting you guys know I dealt with it. I had a direct customer that was so big I can't even talk about it. But they don't pay you. And when I say net 30, that means they pay you in 30 days. Correct. When you say I'm net sorry. 90, they pay you in 90 days. 120 is 120 days. So for people that are getting into this so they can understand the logistics behind it, well, if you have drivers going, they're doing the job, but they're not paying you for 120 days – you're going to have to get that money from your personal, from your business, from right. factoring. I'm not promoting anything. I'm just letting you know this is a problem that you're going to have to solve. And so you have to figure out how to do that if you don't have that cash flow coming in. So I just wanted to explain that. And, and if I'm wrong or right, you tell me. You know, I'm, I'm just a person too, Eric. So don't no, think because you're on my show you can't be like, you lying son of a No, gun. absolutely. And I wouldn't be promoting them if I haven't been with them for 12 years and, and, and been okay. using them the whole time. You know what I mean? So – for me to try to cover, to try to, or this is always a fun one, um, to try to make, you know, to do the calls to find out where the money is, or there are some people that, I don't know if this happens in your industry, um, but they will send you a contract. And in the contract, it says, we will be, we will pay you when we get paid. Wait That's a minute. That's the worst. Okay. So I didn't know if it happened. So there are times that now they're being paid in 120 days. And then I have to wait 60 days after the 120 days that they're being yes. paid. Yes. And I'm like, oh, my yes. God, how does business do that? And, and so that's some of the contracts that I might have to sign with some of these larger customers, project management companies type stuff. They do that a lot. And it's like, okay, so now i got to wait 120 days for you to get paid. Then 60 days after you're paid, I get paid? Fantastic. Yeah. Where do well, I sign up? And, and here's the problem so that people understand the logistics behind that. Everything in life in transportation has claims, has 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 right. a lot of expenditures. So what they do is they get paid and then they make sure that they don't actually owe any money back. And then Correct. when they know the act, actual number they get, then they cut the pie to you. So, Correct. you know, I'm not talking to you, Eric. I'm just talking. No, to no, you I understand. Here, right. Absolutely. No, no disrespect. Uh, uh, but, um, you know, with us having a little bit more people in here now, uh, can you pretty much tell people what you do again? And uh, yeah. pretty much, you know, uh, this man is heavy as a freight broker in heavy hauling. So when we talk about what kind of jobs pay the most type of money for truck drivers, well, it's freaking heavy haulers. And this man right here, 
brokers a lot of those major deals. Am I am I speaking out of turn? Bro? No, no. I do. I specialize. Like I said, I've been doing this for. I've had my CDL. I've had my own truck. I drove for Landstar, FedEx, uh, CR English, Schneider. I've had my own carrier. I now have had my brokers for 15 years. I went from moving legal freight to step deck freight all the way up, and now I specialize in uh, nothing but overdimensional freight. So, 20 foot tall, 20 foot wide. Um, How much I does do jobs a, cost to do, brother? Honestly, <laughs> range. Cost doesn't mean. What do you mean? What uh, depends? What? Yeah. Uh, let's say a 20 <laughs> foot tall. I think. You've done a 20-foot a tall, 20-foot wide Texas run that might go 300 miles would probably forty grand, $40,000 for about 200 miles. So you guys need to hear between the lines, people. If, if some of you want to become real mother truckers and make some big cash, right now we have a guest that actually is a big-time freight broker in doing these kind of hauls. I'm telling you, we're building you up so that you can make the money you want, you know? And so, you know, I appreciate you for being on the show, Eric. Yeah. And a shout out, you know, to Snore Lord as well for connecting us, right? And so, no, definitely, man. So, yeah, keep on going, brother. Talk, uh, yeah, uh, so talk it's, about it's, it. It's a lot, like I said, in a lot of the videos I do kind of break down the aspects of what I've learned in trucking and business and, and basically break it down saying, okay, you know, you got to get your direct customers. You've got to, your goal is to get, if you, because that's the other thing too, what I explain is like, okay, I, people come in and say, I want to have a carrier. I want to have 10 trucks, right? And my first thing as I say is I say, okay, what are you doing to get direct customers? Well, we're just going to run the spot market. I said, okay, well, what are you offering your carriers then at that point? You know what I mean? If you, so for me, if, if, when a carrier does like an 80, 20 split to me, you have to look at it a different way. If I'm a driver, I don't look at the carrier taking 20% from me. I look at it as me paying them 20% for their part, right? So what's their part? If that carrier is bringing direct customer freight to me, well, I'm paying for some sales for him to go out and do that. So if you are a carrier,